DJ. Missed what? I missed your countdown. Oh. Three, two, one. Got a blast. Oh. Not too long ago we, at work, we were watching Carl Weezer's best moments on YouTube. Yeah, not a Jimmy Neutron thing, but yet. Yeah. Countdown is back. What do you mean? The countdown's not a Jimmy Neutron thing. It was just the countdown I did. Yeah, no, but that's the same countdown, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, but like it's just like it's. See, uh, yeah, where'd you get the idea from? I if just, you were to guess. I, I just started counting down. But that's how they count down in Jimmy Neutron. The, I, three, I just three, do it. So two, 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 obviously one. you guys aren't listening. Got a blast. <laughs> obviously you guys are not <laughs> listening before we start recording. I do a three, two, one. Yeah, but that's countdown. how you do it. The three, three, two, two. Just like they do in Jimmy Neutron. But I, ju- I just do it as an announcer's voice that's echoing like a space shuttle launch or something like that. Like that was... Admit it, CJ. You love Jimmy Neutron. I like Jimmy Neutron very much. Love Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> I love Carl. Okay, well, we, yeah, we were talking about Carl the other day at work. And, and Bulby. Oh, my gosh. And Jimmy. Slap, slap, slap. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we can now, we're done with sports. We're on to stuff. If you haven't known what's going on, coronavirus happened. Whoa. And then Black Lives Matter happened, too. <laughs> That's more important. <laughs> right. But are we, should we... Can we talk about that? Like, are we... I'm prepared. I'm confident I'm on the right side of this, so I'm not... And I'm, oh, not, I'm not saying Whoa, that you're not CJ, either. No, no, no. But I, coming at me like no, that. No, no, no. But I think that the only reason to be afraid to talk about it, and I'm not saying that you were afraid to talk about it, Jeez. but the reason that people at ESPN, for instance, don't like to talk about it is because they're afraid to say the wrong thing. That's not a concern I have because I'm pretty confident I'm on the right side here, and I don't think I'll look back and... 20 years and have any issue with saying Black Lives Matter. I'm pretty confident. No, that, absolutely. Uh, it's just, it's been a crazy time. It has. and I, Like, it's important to talk about. Like, I've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations with family members and friends <laughs> over the past, it's been, what, three weeks now? Right. Which, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to, like, talk about, it's weird. I'm in this weird spot of, like, talking about important things and talking about things we want to talk about. Right, like, yeah, we're not going to change the world talking about it here, so... No. I don't think we have an obligation to. Right. That's fair. Cause this like, is- if we had a million listeners, I'd say we have an obligation to, but we have ten. <laughs> <laughs> ten million. So we really should talk about right. it. Um, so, yeah, we have coronavirus, and we have... Don't be racist. No, seriously, don't. Like, if you're doing it's not cool. racist things, just... Actually, be stop. anti-racist. Yes. Speak out against racism. Right. When you see people being racist, tell them to stop being racist. Yes. It's, you can't let it pass anymore. Right. You don't like. Yeah, sometimes comfortable to call people out for it, but you know what? Like your family members and your best friends right. and your siblings. It's like, <laughs> but do it. You know what's more uncomfortable? Living in that life. Yeah, being black in America right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and for some reason, white people believe that they're the ones being victims now, and it's just like. Right. Like, and you know what? Maybe we should be for a little while. Yeah. We haven't had much experience there. No. I was asked earlier if. Uh, if we have a white Independence Day, it's every day. Yeah, <laughs> like we don't we don't have to have days that honor white people because we that's every day for us. We don't experience. No, and that's the biggest thing I've learned from like the whole white privilege thing, because I used to like I'll admit I used to be part of the whole like well, what have you faced? Like, I haven't faced it. I don't know what is it. What's the argument now? The the correct way of looking at it is things. Not things you experienced, right. but things you haven't experienced. Right. So I'm always, I would used to be like, well, like, I haven't experienced, or like, there's things, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. The I second mean, part just... of the white privilege thing is the thing that finally clicked with me. It's like, the things I haven't had to worry about. 
Right. That's the and I've never thing. thought of it that way. Like, of, of course, like we. I've always thought about the things I have, like, like I have experience, but it's like no, it's the things that you haven't experienced, which is the most important thing. You and I grew grew up in essentially the country, basically the same town. We <laughs> we did not have many black people around us when we were growing up. Five percent of my grade was black. Just throwing it out there. But like that's high for schools that's in that area. Absurd. <laughs> right. So we just can't understand it. No. We didn't grow up in that environment at all. And there's nothing wrong. There's actually something wrong with not admitting that. There's nothing oh, wrong with saying, yeah. I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? Yeah. Like, help me understand what you've gone through. Because that's what we should do for everybody. Like, every person that we interact with, we should give them that opportunity. And then obviously, you don't have to sit down in a bar and be like, hey, tell me your life stories so I can judge if I like you or right. not. But just, like, you got to hear what people are saying and you have to understand that just because something didn't happen to you doesn't mean it's not an issue and doesn't mean it's not and happening. That's, like, I see, like, a lot of people that are, like, resisting this movement that's going on right now or a lot of people that, like, like, I haven't experienced that. It's like, well, that's not the point. Right. In fact, the, the point, point is, is that you haven't experienced right. it. Right. <laughs> the point is that people are experiencing it. And no one should have to experience right. those kind of things. And it's like, why can't we put that aside for a minute and just think of, like, put ourselves in their shoes and be like, I would never want to go through that. Right. Like, it's it's selfish, honestly. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, thinking, like, well, my life is good, so I'm good with that. Yeah. So why is it so hard to, like, I don't know, for, maybe because we're compassionate people, it's easier for us to think about it. But I feel like it should be like a basic human thing to be like everyone should be treated like treated equally. Right. And like, we shouldn't have to like no one should ever worry about not being treated equally. And especially black people are not asking white people to make any sacrifices. No. If they're just asking for common decency. Right, like equality is not a sacrifice. It's just allowing people to live the same life that you live. You don't have to give anything up to let people be your equal. No. <laughs> and like it's, and I don't know why it's such a hard concept for some people. Like, and some people are still stuck on that point. Yeah, and I like, don't get it at this point. It, like, what do you like? What more do you need? Yeah, it's 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 it selfish. It's, it's, it's selfish is what it is. Yeah, and like you don't realize the people you're hurting by like not admitting. I don't know your De- own fault. Definitely, and yeah, there's people are tired of it, and rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, everybody's upset about the rioting and don't get me wrong i don't like rioting but frankly it doesn't matter right now no we've talked and about this a couple of times outside of the podcast obviously because we haven't done a podcast right. so long. but yeah like it's just if you're getting caught up on that i feel like you're missing the point right and i I, I i always hate stuff like this because it's an obvious like stupid facebook quote but i saw something that said something <laughs> along the lines of people keep saying it's awful that uh, police brutality exists and that black people are being killed by police but the rioting needs to stop when you should be saying right. it sucks that rioting is happening <laughs> but we, we they need to stop killing black people right <laughs> like if if you are looking at the rioting and letting it take away from the main point you're on the you're in the wrong spot mentally yeah because yeah, I just feel like you're just trying to sweep it under the rug again because you've right. already moved on to the next thing it's like why is this happening then right it's like no you don't understand why this is happening because it's the same Hello? thing we did with Kaepernick right. as, as a partially sports uh, <laughs> podcast. I mean, you know, society we, issues. We looked at what he did, and we didn't like how he was going about it, so we dismissed his point when his point was still valid. Just because you don't like how someone tries to present something to you doesn't mean you disregard their point entirely. 
And I remember when I, I think I did a project on it back in college, and I was saying his main goal was to have a conversation about it. Right. And I was like, and the point I made is like, well, there's definitely a conversation about it, but like people just swept it under the rug and right, moved like, on. There was a conversation about what he was doing. Did we ever really talk about why? I mean, like, I know we did a little bit, and, like, you and I may have, but, like, when you turned on SportsCenter, they weren't talking about his social causes. They were talking about him kneeling. No, and that's why I think with this COVID thing, it's, like, the perfect storm because there's not all these other things going on. Right, which goes back to what we talked about in the last podcast with Kyrie with is was is basketball something that can help or take does away it take from away it. from it? And I think you can make a case that it does take away from stuff because – yeah, when there was nothing going on is when people started really paying attention. Yeah, and it's just, I just, we're at the point in 20, like, I know what people make the jokes about, saying the current year doesn't help anything. But, like, you know, it's 2020. We shouldn't have to have these conversations anymore. Yeah, like, Rodney King happened 30 years ago. Was, this, was it the 60s or the 80s? I thought that was 92. Oh. I don't know. You sound like like you're at the about it. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, too. But, like, these are things that have been happening for hundreds of years and yeah. like i've when was i forget when martin luther king jr was i'm gonna say the 60s on that one. i'm pretty sure that one was the <laughs> 60s that was the 60s that was so long ago and we've we've are we better sure not good enough no we need, we we need to stop striving for better and it I, should be, it's too easy to be like that we're never gonna be perfect it's to be like where we should be that we shouldn't be at we shouldn't we should be at where we should be you know like we shouldn't be behind where we should be right. because it's too easy to be at where we should be like it's too easy to have everyone have human decency and people get in their minds when you improve that you get to a point where it's good enough and like look we've we've made change look what we've done you can get better that's what people should strive for absolutely not to have gotten better but to keep getting better and that's just in everything yeah (laughs) like you should not be okay with having improved from what you used to be like that's just part of life yeah and why are people so scared to get better 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 society right because i feel like they just think society's good enough like and if those people think that then it involves into the whole racism white privilege thing because it's like you're missing a large portion of this population (laughs) is like hey no it's not Right, good, and you think it is good. I feel like you're just ignoring the problem. Right. It's it's almost as though people think that if if everybody were equal, then all of a sudden I can't right. succeed anymore. I, yeah, like I now can't. they're going to yeah. hold me back. So instead of pushing everyone forward, right? Like why don't we all just work together as a society and be better ourselves? Yeah, not every person in the world is going to be able to become a multimillionaire, but they they still earn. I mean, most people still aren't that successful in terms of financial goals or business, whatever it may be. But it should at least be in a level playing field. And the best things that we can do, you and I, is just, you know, if we get older, we have kids. Like, it starts with us. Right. It starts with us having kids. And, like, it's a whole generation. Because, like, if you think about the 60s, we're not that long ago. Right. In like, I mean, two generations. Right. Our, and those our parents people are were still, born in the 60s. Right, and those people are that like were living those things are still alive. Right. So, like, they've had time to express their views on their kids. Right. And they've expressed their views on their kids. So, like, there's a whole... Like, there's generations of people that are still... Think the way people did in the 60s. Right. Which has never been right. No, like, of course not. So, it's like... 
It's like people th- seem to think it happened so long ago and how much better it is now, but like that generation's still alive. Right. Like, and a lot of them are still in power. Yeah. And it's like, so it starts with us and like the conversations that we have with people that are our age, people that are younger than us, and when we have kids. Right. Like, it's up to us to change in society. And I think this generation that's like our age and younger, I think it's going to be a huge stepping stone. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing, too. Like, people keep saying, like, the change won't come in our lifetimes. There can be significant change in our life. Like, police reform can be a massive thing. Absolutely. And police reform does not mean getting rid of police. So if you think that, stop being an idiot, stop having a straw man argument. No one is saying get rid of the police. And the people that are are also wrong. There are people who say that because there's extremists on both yeah, sides. Yeah, there's always going to be extremists on both sides. But police reform can happen, should happen. And for the people who say the police aren't that bad, then what's the issue with it? If if nothing is wrong, yeah, then reform back to the changing, wouldn't change anything. Right, it goes back to the changing for the better. Right. It's the worst <laughs> that could happen if better things happen. Right. Yeah, it's it's the same argument with like global warming, right? Like if we clean up the environment, Why is isn't that a, that a good thing? thing? Like <laughs> if global warming won't end the world, I would prefer like why do you clean your why, room? Why not? Why do you clean your room? I don't know, CJ. Why don't you? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> the way you do it is just because, like, it's better that way. Like, it's better to have police that aren't going to people. Like, that's just obvious. That's not... That shouldn't even be something that people are arguing about. Yeah, and it about. goes back to the equality thing. Like, why is it the difficult concept to, like, have equality? Right. Like, you don't, you don't have to, like everything that's going on in america right now but it should be very easy to say black people are your equal yeah and if like if you, and, and if you see like if you think they're on that same level like it's like from a humanity aspect absolutely but from like a society aspect there's st- like, like they're not treated as equal no and it's like why is that like well, why are a, people in the, like a big part of it is so many people who are part of the problem just genuinely don't realize it yeah, they. It goes back to the white privilege thing that we talked about, where we've just never experienced it. So if we've never taken the time to listen and understand what they've gone through, then what, how would we know it's happening? Right. And but now what... you can't claim it that ignorance anymore. No. If you're still being ignorant about it, that's on you. You're now the problem. Right. And if you know someone that's like that, then have that conversation with them. Yeah. And if they don't like it, then that person's probably not going good for you anyway right they're not going to want to change they're resistant to changing for the better and don't be around people like that in any walk of life no like if people that don't doesn't want help society right <laughs> i think we can move on now yeah i good. mean i didn't expect it to go there i have a whole yeah. giant list of things to talk about <laughs> want to do that list of our favorite quarantine things so yeah along with that cor- coronavirus happened and that's why we haven't been able to meet up right to do our podcast um but we are in phase th- are we in phase three yet New York? Uh, around that, yeah. We're in phase three, so if CJ and I, we believe it's time. We've also seen each other a bunch of times. Like yeah, doing spike ball, got a couple cookouts. Um, Socially distant-ish. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so we're like, all right, I think we're comfortable enough to getting back to doing the podcast. Um, so that's why we're here today. So, coronavirus things. We've been pretty much in quarantine since March. Right. Uh, End of yeah, March. Late, late March, March like 25th, 26th, I think. Right, and both of us have been working pretty much the whole time. CJ had a two-week stoppage when he thought he had the coronavirus. Right. And I was on and off for about a month. So, 
even after all this time, we do have a list today. Hell yeah. We have a list of our top five coronavirus pandemic things. So basically, our list after all this time is a list of things that we've done after all this time. <laughs> right. Which either A, may be a bad list because it's pathetic, or, you know, well, let's see. don't hate on our list. That's all I'm going to say. Let's, let's see what we got. And let me preface one more time. We have been working. Right. So it's not like we haven't been doing yeah, nothing. Yeah, our lists are lame because we haven't had to <laughs> occupy ourselves that much. Right, like everyone's talking about these new things they're doing. It's like, no, I, some days I slept in a little later and then went to work. There's one thing on here that I never did before the pandemic. Oh, there's one. Well, I guess I can't say never, but. Yeah, there's one thing on here that I never did, and the pandemic helped me do it. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to number this. this. So this is our top five list of coronavirus pandemic things. <laughs> <laughs> Great name for a list. Yes. Also, this is Podcast 98. Yeah. Next episode will be Podcast 99. Right. And then we have Podcast 100, which we will be going through every single one of the lists that we have ever done <laughs> and relisting them if need be. <laughs> and then at the end of that podcast, we're going to do our top five lists of lists that we've done. That's going to take so long. <laughs> it's going to be great. I can't yeah, wait. It's going to be the best. All right. So, CJ, coming in at number five on your top five coronavi- coronavirus pandemic things that you've done. Number five, cleaning my room. <laughs> I'm going to take his word for it. Because <laughs> I sit in his bed. Uh, his room's, I mean, that's not true. That side of the room, very clean. Yeah, it's not too bad over here. Like, this is the cleanest I've seen that side of the room. I cleaned it up, too, before you came. Don't tell people that. Oh. It's been clean. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Forever. But if I look behind me, which I'm not going to. I mean, behind you, there's just, like, pillows and towel uh but to your right <laughs> there's I'm not like gonna boxes and i'm not laundry gonna and i'm just gonna move on all right so cj has cleaned his room more than once yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's go with that um all right my number five thing that i've done during coronavirus pandemic things is i've seen everything on twitter and instagram twice wow because <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of t- downtime so i feel like i was just scrolling through instagram and twitter a lot and then it got to the point where I pretty much saw everything twice. So that's <laughs> you have my, a problem. I do have a problem, which is, <laughs> and like every time I'm Instagram now, it's like, you've seen all the posts from the last three days, and it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to go back four days. <laughs> so I have to go back to four days now. So yeah, uh, I've noticed myself doing that a lot, just like scrolling through my phone. Just to kind of play off of that, I've actually not been on social media almost at all during the pandemic. Good for you, CJ. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say the same. It's like I, I'm doing it intentionally, though, because I figured, like, this is the one time where whatever's going on in sports isn't that important. Right. And not even, like, for any particular reason, but just because nothing's actually happening. Right. Like, we're fair. just talking about what's going to happen. Right. Uh, but, yeah, so it's it's been kind of nice. Yeah, I've been on my phone a lot. But, like, I've been on my phone, like, the social media a lot, but I've been off my phone in other aspects. I haven't been playing games as much on my phone. Right. So I have been doing other things, which we will get to. CJ, what is number four on your list of coronavirus pandemic things? So this is the new thing that I've done. Uh, I have started trying to play the piano. Really? Yeah. See, that's something. I, I didn't do anything cool like that. <laughs> piano. That's awesome. Have you the only reason it's four is because I'm still not very good, so it's frustrating. But... It's fun. There's a keyboard right there. Yeah, in your it's right room. there. Do you want to play a song? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> that's actually really cool. I didn't know you were doing that. That's yeah, awesome. I can play the chords of "Let It Be." That's it. <laughs> Should we get that live on the podcast? No. All right. We'll get. Hey, I'm right. not that confident I could do it. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Don't ask when. Yeah, eventually maybe. Eventually, it will happen. 
Um, number four on my list, I have cleaned my car oh, once. That's fun, though. I also cleaned my car. And then I started, there's a lot of recyclables in the back seat now. But yeah. I did clean my car. I vacuumed it, cleaned the windows. I really cleaned Picks it once. Up, yeah. One, one time. Yeah, but like a, you don't do a deep clean of your car no. more than no, maybe but I remember two or three times a year. It was like back in like April, late April, early May, I had an off day. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I cleaned the heck out of my car. <laughs> it's crazy. a good feeling. And then oh like you gosh. get in your car the next day and it's clean. And you're like, whose oh. car is this? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my number four. Especially me because like my car is gross. Like I feel like you generally do a pretty good job of at least it keeping bad. it organized. It's organized mess. Yeah. But then like you should see my backseat when I was covering water bottles. Because uh. like I need to put them in a bag. Oh right, I remember when I opened yeah, the door and a couple push fell out. Anyway, uh, what is your number three thing that you've done during quarantine? Something that we've all probably done. Sleep. Watching Netflix and, watching. and Hulu and just binge watching stuff. Yeah, that is true. I watch a lot of movies and yeah, I watch a lot of movies. Yeah. I'll get to I watched, TV uh, in a minute. Yeah, I'll hit you with this one. I watched Avatar. First time? Uh, um, first time that I... I going to write binge watching. Like, watched it beginning to end. I'm sure when I was a kid I saw close to, if not every episode. Yep. But it wasn't something that I, like, followed the storyline in that much. Um, see, I know everyone's watching it now because it's on Netflix. Right. But I was like that cool kid that was like, I got them all on DVD. Why would I watch them on Netflix? <laughs> so I was like, it's, it's, weird, it's that weird. You don't have to get up to put in put Netflix into the no, DVD. No, it's true. Play. But it, you know, it makes me feel cool. Yeah, like, I, got them on, I got on DVD already. But it's one of those things where it's like, I'm stuck between, why haven't you watched a show already? Not you personally. But like, why hasn't everyone in the world watched a show already? Right. And I'm so happy all these new people are finding the show. Yeah. And then I realized that Avatar did not exist during the Twitter years. So then I found, like, trending on Twitter and, like, the stupid comments people were making about the show made me really angry. I'm like, I'm really glad this didn't exist during Twitter. That's fair. Yeah, the one thing, like, if you are going back to watch it, you got to remember it is a kid's show. Right. So, like, the dialogue is very easy to understand and corny. And, like, the storyline is very basic and easy to understand. But it's also an interesting show. They have some seriously, like... They got serious life lessons you can learn in that show. Yeah, and like they're uh, when I say the storyline is basic, I don't mean like that. There's not things in it that I didn't understand as a kid, but right, like right. you have to. No, a good guy needs to get the bad like guy. a twelve year old has to be able to watch it and comprehend right. yeah, at least the, the basic of right. what's happening. And then there's stuff a twenty four year old can get out of it as well. Right, like looking at the Uncle Iroh character, it's like holy crap, that guy was. Like, right, that like, guy was spitting before knowledge. I was probably just like, hey, <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> like oh, you get to the tea. fighting, boom. <laughs> so, what'd you think watching it now at 24 years old? It was really, really good. I finished it yesterday. I actually, so I texted you and I asked if you watched it, and then you responded with yes to all forms of Avatar, right? And I typed out a message and just never hit send. I, I didn't realize that till this morning, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I finished it last night and it was really good. I was pretty bummed out when it ended, yeah, it's, but I was also like, I, I. I knew how it ended and stuff, right, right. so I wasn't like, it wasn't like Friends or something where I never watched that as a kid and then watched that through when I was probably seventeen and was like, oh man, like, this genuinely sucks. Like I'm sad this is over. Oh yeah, I'll get to that in a minute here on my list. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's such an amazing show, and I love seeing all these people come to it now and realizing how good it is. Part of me wants to be like, hey, you should definitely watch. But I also know it's a show that if. If you look at it and, like, you see what it is and you just don't want to watch it, I guess you're probably not going to like it. 
No, but everyone should watch it. <laughs> and if you don't watch it, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> give it a shot. There's only 60 episodes. Yeah, give like two episodes. No, give three seasons a shot and see how it goes. <laughs> There's only three seasons. It goes by quick. Right. It um, really does. Oh my gosh, we can rank our favorite Avatar characters. Oh, we can. Not right now. Not right now. Next episode. Next maybe. episode. In our episode 100 list. Yeah. Um. So that was your number three, binge watching. I think, yeah, we're all pretty much guilty of that in the best yeah. way possible. Um, my number three is basketball slash spike ball. Um, for like a good two months almost, I was playing basketball every day. Yeah. Like shoot, getting some shots up at the local park and then playing basketballs on Sunday twice. Playing in the morning at Knox and then I play in Dwaynesburg. Burn. Whatever. <laughs> is it? It's not burn. Knox. It's the Burn Park. Well, yeah, the Knox Park's where we play spike ball. Is right. there a Westerlo Park? Yeah. Where's that? Uh, you Westerlo? Know where, yeah, like you know where the church is, right? Yeah. So if you take a left out of the church, uh-huh. then a left down of that road, and then that quick right, oh. the, the, there's a Little League field and stuff over there. You guys think you're so cool with three separate parks, three different places. We also have an East Burn Park. What? Well, Little League field, not a full oh, park. Oh, right, right. So, yeah, and then with spike ball, we played we were playing spike ball like once a week for a while there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So lots of spike sometimes ball. Sometimes more, too. <laughs> yeah. I got a heck of a tan going on already. Yeah, I feel you there. My, like, stomach and chest is tan. For the, I don't know why I looked up my shirt. We're a visual good. medium, so I'm only just <laughs> stripping for Elijah. Let me but, tell you, he's tan. <laughs> yeah. But, like, my stomach and chest never get tan because I used to do landscaping. And when I'm mowing random people's lawns in Gilderland, I don't really want to take my shirt Fair off. Fair enough. <laughs> so I used to get a really bad farmer's tan, but now, like, I burned. And now it's tan, so now every time I go outside, if I take my shirt off, I just get more tan. It just glistens in the sun like a Greek god. I, I mean, I always do that. I actually rub baby oil all over my uh, rolls and man boobs, though so they really <laughs> shun. That's the way to do it, CJ. So yeah, that's my number three. I play basketball a lot and spike ball a lot. It's been fun. I just I love being outside. Yeah. That's what I've uh, Quarantine has made me appreciate outside a whole bunch. We'll get to that later on my list. Whoa! Ho, ho, ho. Actually, really, on the two things that are left. All right, number two, CJ. Uh, I'm going to follow up what you said with also spike ball. There you I go. didn't put basketball on here, but that's because I haven't played as much yeah, as that's, you. That's I've more really of a recent only played thing. a few weeks. But yeah, it's. I mean, we've had some really nice weather, so it's like, why the heck not take advantage of it? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, and like, spike ball is not too bad. Like, you don't have. You're not really ever right next to someone no and you're supposed to start six feet away from the net <laughs> right so in <laughs> theory you're like more than six feet away from everybody at the start if you do it right right and then you're just running around and yeah that's, i'm sorry it's probably not the smartest thing that we were doing spike ball chris if you're listening to this he's the ceo of spike ball we didn't say anything right because he he pretty much shut down the app so he can't meet up really but I'll, the people I was playing spike ball with were the two people I worked with That's the and then same. you and Danny like, it was the same people every time right and like I have basically been living at Dom's house so he, and he's been with he was with you and Travis so if, if you guys right. had it Dom would have had it and Danny's just kind of also yeah, part of it we were not that. going very far out of our right. friend group to play spike ball with so don't worry alright <laughs> and also in full disclosure upstate New York has not been hit yeah, that is anywhere else because we do live in the country. What up? Yeah, especially that particular part of upstate New York. Right. Uh, my number two thing is exercise, and I guess it just counts as basketball and spike ball. But I mean, like legit running. Yeah. Like I've been running. Ooh. Like since March, pretty much. Yeah, I've been like run, I'm trying to run like three miles, and I had a long conversation with my buddy the other day. He's like, "You should do intermittent sprinting." Ooh. So I've been sprinting oh, instead God. of running. So How's that going? 
sucks, dude. Yeah. Like, I hate running, but sprinting is even worse than running. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently it's better for you, because after, like, a half an hour, your body stops burning fat and starts burning muscle, like, when you do long-distance uh-huh. running. So the idea is you do, like, intervals of sprinting. Right. And you do, like, 25 minutes of that. So it's quicker, and your body continues to burn fat after you're done doing it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the actual I've, the science behind three, it, four but people it sounds t- like it makes sense. Yeah, three or four people <laughs> I talked to about it all agreed that that's, that's like, what happens. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Um, so, yeah, just spending more time outside. Like, that's, yeah. quarantine was amazing for me for that. Like, I spent so much time outside. I was going on long walks, and I started running, and then you mix it with basketball and spike ball. There was, like, there was like a two-, three-week span where I didn't touch my Xbox at all. Yeah, like, like, my PlayStation, because I had been bringing it up to Dom's house when I go there on the weekends so we can both play games and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I haven't taken it out of my bag in, like, a month. Yeah. Like, it's, I haven't even plugged it in. You don't feel the need to. Yeah. It's, like, a great feeling. Yeah. And like, every once in a while, you know, play it for, like, two, three days, and I'll play a bunch, and then I'll just, like, stop again. Also, my sleep is much more normal, where I'm not staying up till 3 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Like, I don't play, like, I don't touch my Xbox at night. Like, the last time I played was, like, two Sundays ago. My brother wanted to play some Call of Duty in the morning. Yeah. Before that, I don't even know how long. Which, and, like, I'm really happy about that, because, like, we're actually taking advantage of summer, which I feel like there have been plenty of years where I haven't oh, yeah, done that. Where I'd rather much just be inside. And right. And, like, that's that hasn't been the case at all this year. And yeah. I'm sure part of that is because the quarantine was happening, and I was like, man, if I'm, if I don't go outside, like, I'm just going to go crazy. <laughs> like, this yeah, well, you kind of have to go outside. Right, like, I, I can't, like, I'm never going out of my house to not go outside because I'm not going anywhere else. Right. It's so, like if I don't go stuff outside, I'm just not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, so I might as well go outside. So yeah, shout out to outside for being there for us. Yeah, and uh-huh. uh, honestly, my number one is uh, we did this last Friday, going for walks or hikes places. Walks and hikes and places. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, frisbee golfing? Yeah. I will. We weren't there that one time. You've gone a lot more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> walks and hikes and stuff. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. But absolutely, man. It's been fun. Just going to new places and seeing stuff. And, like, I know you didn't swim last Friday, but we went no, swimming. No, the broken glass and Band-Aids freaked me out. That's fair. <laughs> but, uh, like a, nah, so I you didn't jump 40 clear. feet from the air into the water. It's probably, like, 10. <laughs> but it was far. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, like, I used to be scared of heights. So I'm not scared of heights, but I, I don't know. I just won't do that stuff. Yeah. I hit my ankle in the bottom. That was a scab. Boom! See exactly. Could have died. Well, I basically did. (laughs) I mean, I got a small cut on my ankle. I'm glad you're okay. All right, my number one. This might be one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Oh wow! And it goes along with your binge watching, CJ. I discovered the show Community. Ah yes. (laughs) Yes. When I tell you, I discovered the show Community. Not only did I discover it, in the first four days of viewing Community, I watched 28 episodes. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's only a half hour, but it's, it's, well, it's 22 like 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. But let me tell That's you, it disgusting. was disgusting. And disgusting in the most happy way ever, because I, I fell in love with that show, and now I've had to really divvy it up, because there's only six seasons. Right. Seasons four, five, and six aren't 23 episodes apiece. Right. So I've had to really be careful. With my, I'm almost on season three. <laughs> And I'm, like, really trying to limit myself. <laughs> and sometimes I can't help it. <laughs> sometimes I'll just watch three episodes and be like, what happened? I don't know what happened. But that show has made me laugh harder than any show ever, I think. I can say that with 100% certainty. I, being that there's only six seasons, 
This is a serious conversation I'm about to have with you. Being that there's only six seasons, <laughs> I don't know if I can ever place it over The Office. That's probably fair. And the first three rest- seasons of Arrested Development are three of my favorite seasons ever. But, that being said, <laughs> I have yet to finish this show. Yeah. And like I said, it's the funny... The, the, some of those productions of the, some of those episodes are some of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm surprised you like... like I'm not surprised you like it. I'm surprised you like it as much as you I'm, do. Dude, well... I it's remember, a very good show. I remember texting you guys when I first started it. And I said, I'm 30 seconds into the show and I'm already in love with it. Right. And I was just like fooling around. But then like ever since then, it's like I can't get enough of it. That's but I, so funny. I'm stuck in between can't get enough and need to limit myself. Right. Like every time I go to watch something on Netflix, it's like, why would I not watch Community? Can you, and the reason is because there's only six seasons and I need to limit myself. But you can rewatch. I know. I could do that. But and there's like, that's a like rewatchable watching, show. Oh, absolutely. But there's nothing like watching something for the first time. Yeah. And like not knowing what's going to happen next. That's why right. I love movies so much. But like, yeah, like don't. That's my favorite thing when I go back and watch a show that I like had seen through. When I find an episode that I don't remember very well, oh yeah, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like this is nice. kind of fun. It's almost like we got a new episode. <laughs> so I got to finish because I do have to finish because I want to start listening to the podcast that Joel McHale and Ken Jong have. They have a like a community it's, podcast. Yeah, well, just... it's called the Darkest Timeline. Gotcha. Which is a joke they've referenced a bunch of times in the community already. Um, and I know they had people on from the community. Then they did the season five table read where they got the cast together and reread the script from one of the season five episodes. Right. And I really want to watch that, <laughs> but I can't watch that until I'm done with at least see the season five episode. Right. <laughs> so it's like, and I just, I, everyone I talk to now, it's just like, I can't express to you how happy that show makes me. <laughs> Cause like the episode I just watched recently was the pillow fort versus blanket fort. Yeah. And there's like, it's like a civil war documentary. Right. <laughs> And that was the that was the moment where I'm like, this might be my favorite show ever. When does it hit its peak? Season three? Well, that's the thing. Bob said season one was amazing, two was good, three was good, and then four fell off. I, I've heard so many different things, but I'm in love with season ones, two, and three equally amount. Like I've yeah. loved every one of those seasons. But like I, season three, like it became a different type of show. Like the way it was produced became different. Yeah, and it, that's the thing. The production quality is so, and that's why I think I appreciate it so much more than like. I wouldn't say more than The Office, but I appreciate it at such a different level because right. The Office takes place in The Office. Right. They just did an episode the other day where it was a Law & Order episode. <laughs> right. And it's exactly like Law & Order. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. And then they do episodes where, like, the one episode where they literally go through six different timelines of what would have happened if they rolled the die. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then they do, like, the paintball episodes, obviously, right. and then, like, the pillow fort. It's, like, it's just a whole nother level of... A sitcom and i feel like there's still a storyline happening after, but i feel right. like they kind of get away from it after the first couple seasons i feel like that's where the change really starts to right. be felt so maybe bub just wasn't a big fan of the change and that's another thing like people didn't like season four of arrested development and i loved it yeah um but it was nothing like the first three seasons right so i can see why people didn't like the change so i'm excited to see what what actually happens in yeah. season four five and, and six you're also good at not being influenced by what people say about right. it you, in like not even not not in a good way or a bad way just like it doesn't affect yeah you. i'm gonna watch it and whatever i right. see i'm gonna like or not like yeah like so so many times i'll go into something and i'll be, have like low expectations for it i'm like oh that was pretty good yeah and i'm like do i actually think it was good and then like i'll watch it back again and i'm like uh, no, it wasn't yeah that good i just had low expectations so yeah i think what i might do is once i'm done with season three start over <laughs> 
<laughs> and then never have the show end. And and then, like, oh, there's holy crap. And then, so, like, you should do the thing where, so first you just watch the first episode. Right. Then you take a break. Then you watch the first episode and the second episode. <laughs> then you t- The break could be five minutes if you want. Yeah, right. Just take a nice little break. And then break. you watch first, second, third. Right. And it's to the point where I'm watching 123 episodes in a row <laughs> to try to finish the show. But I'm just so, I'm a, one, I'm upset. It's like the Avatar thing. I'm pissed I never watched it when I was on TV. Yeah. Because I would love to be part of the original crew that watched Community. Yeah. Like, watching this on a weekly basis, oh my gosh, it would have been... Like, because that's what I love about The Office so much. Like, when I was watching it, it was still on TV. Right. I was watching it on, a, like, a weekly basis, 9 o'clock Thursday, I was there watching <laughs> The Office. Right. And I missed that. Yeah, like, have we have... that anymore. I mean, we had that in Game of Thrones because right. that was just such a cultural phenomenon. And that's, that, what, and that's what I love, like, that thing of, like, everyone's watching at the same time. Right, and, like, you can go on Twitter and everybody's talking about it or right. at least people that you know to be talking about it you can find them and you'll see what they're saying about it but the odds that even if someone tweets about community they're probably not watching the same episode no right and now i've had to avoid spoilers and stuff like that right. and it's just like a lot I don't of people know. trying to spoil <laughs> spoil community for you yeah i'll be enough like yes i was like geez this is kind of messed up so i am very happy i found it I'm well just, did anybody tell you about it? <laughs> i'm happy i found it i'm also upset i wasn't part of the original crew but like with Avatar, if I wanted to be accepted into the community of, of community, I have to accept people in the community of Avatar. Like, That's welcome. Fair. And then I can be welcomed in the community club. Right. But that is by far the most exciting thing that has come out of discovering that show and That's... how happy it is. Like, I've sent you guys pictures before. Yeah. Whereas I'm just like smiling. I'm like, this is the first five <laughs> minutes how I feel. And I've never had that show, like, have a show have that impact on me. And, like, I'll go back and watch The Office and be like, okay. Like, let's go. This yeah, is, this and then you remember. remember. Right. And then I'm like, or I could be like, this production quality is terrible. Where the heck are the episodes where they're Law and Order or they're in a paintball <laughs> that's, shootout? That's the thing, too, though. We'll have to go back and reevaluate a few months after you finish Community. Right. Because, like, in the moment, especially not having finished it yet, like, even having just finished Avatar, I'm like, wow, that was such a great show. But I wonder if a few months from now... I'm still looking to think it's great, but I like it might right. be lower on that list. I just I love the continuity of it, like yeah. the callbacks to other the side. Yeah, they do that. The really secondary well. characters are fantastic. Yep. Leonard Starburns, like it's just all these people, and it's like Dan Harmon does it, who does Rick and Morty, right? And like, so, and I love Rick and Morty, and then the Russo brothers do a bunch of the episodes too, <laughs> the Avengers. So right. it's like it's the perfect combination of people. I'm pretty sure I said this to you when you started watching it. Chevy Chase was born to be. In- Oh yeah, like. grumpy old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no, that's that's the number one thing for me. I discover community, and it's amazing. And I just wish everyone watches it. <laughs> it's I a tried really to get my show. family to watch it, and they won't do it. <laughs> I, I watched it not a while ago, but long enough ago that it's hard for me to get as excited as Elijah is. But it is a really good show. No, you there's should the, watch there's it. some moments that, like a lot of it's like I can't believe this is going on in this TV show. Like, it's just, like, it blows my mind how crazy it is, how funny it is. Especially, like, the first season, it feels like there's such, like, a low budget, and, like, it's just kind of yeah. like this, like, eh, yeah, we'll throw together a little show with Joel McHale and a bunch of other B-list celebrities. Right. B-list being kind of generous to some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Except for Chevy Chase, he was pretty. Yeah, Chevy Chase. He's pretty and A-list. I guess, uh, uh, Donald Glover's. Now. He's not even, though. Well, now he is. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Now he's more known for being a rapper, probably. Right. I can't remember what his name is. His the rap, rap name. Oh, Childish Gambino? Right. Right. Yeah, he's in it. He's funny. He's really right. funny. Right. And then and then there's Abed, who's yeah. just like... And I love his cultural references. Yeah. Like, and if you... And you might... And, like, so, like the, the episode where Troy 
did the whole Goodwill hunting thing. Right. Like, he walked up to the math board, (laughs) and he's, like, shrugged his shoulders, turned around, and fixed the water fountain. (laughs) And to me, that's just, like, that's genius. And, like, when Abed's like, I I hope one day I get here, and you're not in that seat. (laughs) And Troy's just like, you don't want me to come anymore? (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? It's just, like, it's it's perfect combination of continuity. (laughs) And I, I love when shows call back to itself. Yeah. And, like... Like, The Office, a lot of the episodes were, like, split into, like... There was over always the overlying plot of Jim and Pam. Right. But, like, they don't really do a lot that, a lot of callbacks. Right. But I just watched the episode of Community where they're, the guy convinced they were in an insane asylum. Yeah. And it's just, like, they do they do all the flashbacks, and they're, like, they're just replaying all the other episodes, but as right. a thing. And it's just, like, I love the small, co- like, the callbacks to that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just sent I I would like to know, too, like, was that their intent when they made the original I, episodes? Or I think did so. they, like, like, realize they could do that? Like, Arrested Development does it a lot, too. I just love it. Like, I call it smart humor. Some people call it other things. But, like, <laughs> continuity to me is awesome. Yeah. Like, calling back to your show, having right. the same joke over and over again. Right. I just love that stuff. So, I think it's, like, the perfect storm of the kind of show that I would love. Yeah. It is, it's a yeah. show. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know I just, it's so funny. So yeah, that's my number one thing. How much time we at? Uh, 41 minutes. Dang, just like that. So yeah, we're back. We're back. We had some social talk. Yeah. We had a list. We didn't really talk about coronavirus at all, but no, frankly, I'm good with that. CJ, CJ was reading our titles for our episodes, and we already had yeah. three conversations like, about coronavirus. Go back and listen to not last episode, because technically now the last episode's when we recorded a few minutes ago. Well, right. 40 five minutes ago <laughs> yeah right and uh but the one before that pretty much all the same yeah i mean more people are dead fewer people are dying and we're reopening slowly and we'll see if next week we can even meet or everything will be shut down by then yeah but it's good to be back hopefully we can talk about sports next week i don't even know what i'm talking about yeah i mean i guess we'll potentially be able to talk about because if we do wednesday next week isn't the basketball thing next thursday yeah We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll eventually talk about stuff. Right. Well, sports. No, oh, yeah. We already talked about because our stuff will be our list of lists of right. lists of lists. Right. So get look forward to that. I yeah, got that's some, a big episode we got. I got some work week. to do. I gotta look for that episode one hundred. Are we trying to do episode one hundred next week, or do you think we're just doing a ninety nine? I think we do ninety nine, and we'll prepare for a hundred. Yeah. Brainstorm so, ideas and stuff. So one episode next week. Yep. All right. Maybe we'll do a ninety nine point five. <laughs> Give us plenty of time to prepare. Right. So, yeah, we're back. It's good to be back. TJ's good to be back. Uh, Yeah. I'm I'm happy that everyone who's listening to this survived. Jeez. (laughs) I mean, I assume they all did. Oh, my gosh. What? (laughs) There was a global pandemic. I think that's reasonable. uh... So, I guess, yeah, if they're hearing this, they survived. If they didn't survive, then... Maybe they're playing... Survive for now. Maybe they're playing our podcast in hell, CJ. Oh, my goodness. I would think heaven. What? Should, they're still dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. All right. Yeah, so we're probably going to cut this. All right. See you later. <laughs>